Everybody here for an episode of AvChats. Here with me today, I have Tim Wade from Constant Aviation. Tim, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me on the program. Yeah, absolutely. So I know uh, we've been connected, but I, I had seen some news, I guess, in the last week or two about Constant Aviation. Um, you guys have a corporate-wide SMS that was recognized by the FAA. Yep. I wanted to uh, wanted to touch base with you and maybe you know talk a little bit about SMS and and what you guys are are uh, are up to there. Um, and so maybe um, first we could just start with like the basics of what is an SMS. And and actually, before we do that, maybe you could just give a quick intro. Didn't give you the opportunity to do that. Quick intro to yourself, and maybe a little bit about Constant. Uh, I don't need to talk about myself. But, <laughs> well, uh, so I got started in aviation years back. I was working on Apache helicopters in the Army, and I did that for about six years. And okay. when I got out of the Army, um, I moved over to the health and safety side of the side of my career track. Uh, I was going through school while I worked as a medic at a children's hospital and um, worked as a fire inspector for a little bit. And when I graduated with my health and safety degree, I also had my aviation background from previous, came on board with Constant. And uh, I've been with us for about a uh, little over five years now. Cool. Uh, Constant Aviation is part of the directional aviation family of companies. And uh, it's a part 145 MRO. We are headquartered in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, they just celebrated their 15-year anniversary last year, so been around for a while now. Um, and so Constant, like I said, is headquartered in Cleveland. We have six large hangars in Cleveland at Cleveland Hopkins. And one of our sister companies is also located there with us next in aerospace. And they handle off-wing maintenance, landing gear, composites. Basically, if you need it done to the aircraft, they can do that as well. We also have another location down in Sanford, Florida at Sanford Orlando Airport. Same setup as Cleveland mainly, except they have a large full aircraft paint operation down there as well. So they have interiors, they've got maintenance, paint operations. So those are our two locations and that's a little bit about constant. Very cool. So um, tell me a little bit about SMS. What is, I mean, from the very basics, like what is an SMS program? Okay, so SMS stands for Safety Management System. And the one thing I always like to clarify when I get this question is, it is not necessarily physical safety. It's not your hard hat safety. Uh, it is more or less business safety. It's safety for the organization in whole. Now, that does encompass health and safety of the employees, of course, but you got to talk financial safety and risk. This is um, change management. This is policy changes. The, everything involving the business goes through the SMS program at this point, once again, to include health and safety of people. So the way an SMS program works, there are multiple avenues of data coming into the system, hazard reports, audits, and as they flow through, you're going to assess every bit of those for risk. Doesn't matter what the report is coming through, you're going to assess it for risk. And the three things you want to look for with that risk assessment, is it acceptable the way it is? Can it be accepted with some controls and corrective actions in place? Or is that operation just not going to work for our business? Is the risk too high? And then the most important, at least in my opinion, the most important pillar of SMS after you go through those risk assessments is your safety communication, your safety promotion. You need to put that information back out into the organization. It needs to be a nice revolving door. Information coming in, getting a complete assessment, pushing the information back out to the people, and that's gonna show great transparency to your, to your employees of how your system's working. Very cool. And so 
you know, I'm I'm very familiar in the SMS uh, for like corporate flight departments and oh. charter operations. What makes it different about what you guys are doing for Constant as an MRO? So as an MRO, we have, um, and, and this would kind of go back to how the commercial uh, operations are set up. So when SMS first came about and was mandated for, for commercial operations, uh, and I think flight departments are, are one and the same as well, there's a lot of different silos that the information flows through. So with a commercial operator, your ground team has a separate SMS from your flight team. Your flight team has a separate SMS from your headquarters team. There are separate programs, separate leadership, separate policies. When you look at an MRO like ours, and I can only speak for us, our SMS program is centrally located with our corporate quality and safety team. Everything flows up through us. So we needed what was called a corporate SMS program, which is what we were discussing uh, earlier. So the FAA came up with the corporate SMS program for those of us who have one SMS program, one set of standards, one team operating it, but possibly multiple locations. We always say there's no difference between our Cleveland operation than our Sanford operation, except the zip code and they reside. All right, so they're gonna okay. be running off the same program regardless. So we need to have that same centralized oversight through those programs. Gotcha. And so what was that process like in, in building this program? Uh, what does that actually entail? And how long did that process take? And I also understand that in, in regards to SMS, it's kind of a never ending thing. You're always evaluating, reevaluating and implementing changes, but how long have you been working on this? Absolutely. So, um, and, and you're, you're correct. It is a living, um, living, breathing program. It's not just a manual that goes up on your shelf and you check right. it every once in a while. It, it is, it is daily operations. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I would say borderline obsessed with the program. Um, so in Cleveland, from application to acceptance took a little over two years. We were already operating under an SMS program. All of our policies and procedures were written in line with SMS. The way we accepted incidents and did hazard analysis, already in line with SMS. So it was decently streamlined getting through that. However, if you remember not too long ago, we had a pandemic and yeah. that, that tended to delay things a little bit. I think we had two government shutdowns in between that. So I think we could have gotten it done a little quicker. However, uh, there are a few roadblocks that went through there. So I'd say a little over two years for Cleveland to get set up, but okay. being under the corporate umbrella, everyone's on the same program. Everything flowed pretty quickly after that. Cleveland got accepted, then Sanford got accepted, and then we had the corporate program acceptance. Uh, to get through your SMS program, you start off with applying, you just apply in writing, and then they give you what's called a gap analysis. It is your program. No matter what anybody wants to say, no matter right. what any off-the-shelf program tells you, no matter what the FAA says, it is your program. You just need to make sure it complies with the regulations they put out, which is what you'll check on the gap analysis. You go through the gap, and then you um, make sure your program's in line with the regs, and they come out and validate it through DCTs, and you'll get your letter of acceptance after that if you comply with everything on the list. Gotcha. And so, you know, th this isn't a mandatory regulation that you have this corporate-wide SMS in place right now, right? So what what's driving Constance, uh, I guess, desire to, to get into this and really um, solidify this program? Absolutely. Uh, it, it is not mandatory for us right now, but uh, our first driving force was, like I mentioned earlier, we're kind of already doing it. Uh, our program's already right. in line with this. Uh, why not push that to the next step? Uh, 
then we started doing a little bit of math and we realized there are 40 over 4900 mros in the nation and there are only so many faa field offices if they right. do flip that switch for the mandate how far is that backlog going to go of people trying to get into the program and having theirs assessed so that was the next driving force was we want to get ahead of the uh, of the crowd getting in and then lastly um, we're extremely passionate about our program. Um, we've pushed that out at base this past year. Uh, we have put that in, in the news multiple times. We love our program and because we have seen the benefits of it time and time again, we've seen our incident rates um, change and fluctuate over time. And one of the greatest benefits of having a fully functional SMS is how granular you can get with the data. And what I mean by that is sure. areas that you would normally think you have risk you might look at the data and that's not where I need to be focused at all. However, areas where you might not have great oversight, you'll see those lighten up throughout your system and you know you need to put more focus in that area. So those were our three main drives is we love our program, we want to get ahead of the curve, and we were basically already operating with it. Very cool. And so you had mentioned, you know, about data and we had talked a little bit about the technology and, and the platform. You know, from my perspective, having the technology involved in this and, and really making it so it's not, um, I guess, burdensome on all the different players involved in it, I think is really key to getting adoption within an organization. Can you talk a little bit about the technology and how you guys went through the process of, you know, capturing all this data and the reporting of it and all those things? Absolutely. I will definitely say one of the biggest benefits to having a functional SMS, and if you want to get to that point, is ease of access to reporting and ease of access to your data. Once again, you go back to that two-lane street. Multiple avenues of reporting and making it as easy as possible on your employees to report. Um, we started using QR codes throughout our facilities. All an employee has to do is walk up, scan their phone, and they can get the SMS manual. They can report an incident or a hazard. They can do anything right from their phone. Same way with the data coming through. We show them that the data is not falling on deaf ears. Every, every month we put out metrics, which uh, graph our incidents, give a nice blotter of hazards coming through, basically how the program's working. How is it living? Uh, what's going on with it? What are the changes with it? And we put that on a monthly basis so everybody can see firsthand how we have uh, our program running. Sure. Very cool. And I, I had, um, I had been talking with somebody who's a, a leader. Uh, they're, they're actually an operator, but they were saying that, you know, for them, safety was not just a program. It was a culture that Absolutely. they really were trying to instill in every single employee. How are you going about getting everybody bought in on this program? And, and what does that process look like? Like I said, definitely the transparency aspect of it. Letting them know that uh, if they are reporting something, if they're taking the time to report and the time to um, basically spill it out exactly what's going on and being honest and upfront with us, we need to be honest and upfront with them and using a just culture to support that aspect. No, but nobody gets in trouble for reporting. And I have had that I've been preaching that for the five years I've right. been here. My leadership has always had that mentality as well. You don't get in trouble for opening your mouth. And I've had in the past, I've spoken with other organizations where I've heard from people who've been in the industry 25 years. And they said, I am terrified to submit yeah. an incident report because of fear of losing my job. I said, what kind of reporting culture do you have yeah. there? That is ridiculous. Right. Um, so definitely, um, and it all comes down to proving it, you, you know, 
word of mouth is one thing, but if you can prove time and time again that your job's not in jeopardy for submitting a hazard, that we want you to do that. I, every month on our safety meeting, I always preach that I love the tiny reports, the oops, I scratched the paint with my belt buckle report, or I, right. you know, I dropped a screw and it made a little dent. And it was these minuscule, tiny little reports that you normally wouldn't receive at a larger organization. I want those. I want those tiny reports in a row. So if something large does come down the pipeline, I've got a pattern showing when that's going to happen, possibly to prevent it from happening or lessening the blow if it were to take place. Sure. Sure. And I, I think that, you know, it kind of goes back to some of your initial points that, you know, yes, it's about safety, but there's a lot of things that could be implemented in a program that ultimately have a, have a great impact on your business, right? Because your business, like your business is taking care of customers, aircraft and making sure that you're, you know, that, that you're avoiding incidents that may result in damage in delays to the work. Um, there's all different ways that having good processes and procedures can really have a positive impact on, on your business as a whole. Oh, absolutely. If, if, if people are submitting hazard reports on, you know, a, a jack stand that has a minor leak or, or, you know, a hydraulic mule that that's not functioning the right way, all of that flows into the impact of the customer. You know, if that right. wasn't, if that was just passed over and not brought up, we could have a delayed RTS in our future. You know, the aircraft might not be serviced the proper way. We want to have those open avenues of reporting so that way we can obviously turn out a better product to our customer at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Well, very cool. It's a, it's exciting stuff. I know that there's a lot of, uh, a lot of progress is being made in this space. You guys are, are one of the leaders in it. So very cool to see. I appreciate you coming on and, and talking to us a little bit about, you know, this process, what it means and, and all the benefits of it. Anything else you wanted to add? No, it was absolutely my pleasure to be here. Um, I, I love talking about SMS, especially with regards to our program. But, uh, you know, further than constant, I, I think it's a program that uh, we definitely need to have bigger oversight of throughout our industry. Uh, it needs to be something that's more and more adopted and uh, normalized throughout our industry, because I think it, I can see the impacts it makes for us. I can only imagine the impacts it makes to the industry, especially when it comes to safety. It's one team, one fight. We're not competitors when it comes to safety. We want everybody to have uh, the best safety programs they can. For sure. Well, awesome. Tim, thanks for joining me. I appreciate Absolutely. it. And we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you so much, sir. You take care. Thank you. You too.